scripture reading and the following address were part of the YouTube streamed worship service from St Paul's Lutheran Church, Box Hill, Victoria, Australia, on August 13th, 2023. For more information, visit www.stpaulsboxhill.org.au. According to Matthew chapter 14. Immediately, he made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead to the other side while he dismissed the crowds. And after he had dismissed the crowds, he went up to the mountain by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone. But by this time, the boat, battered by the waves, was far from the land, for the winds rose against them. And early in the morning, he came walking towards them on the lake. But when the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified, saying, It is a ghost. And they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them and said, Take heart, it is I. Do not be afraid. Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. He said, Come. So Peter got out of the boat, started walking on the water, and came towards Jesus. When he, but when he noticed the strong wind, he became frightened and was beginning to sink. He cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately reached out his hand and caught him, saying to him, You of little faith, why did you doubt? When they got into the boat, the wind ceased, and those in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Immediately, did you hear that word come up a number of times? Have a look at the gospel reading again this week and, and look for that word immediately. It's really, really important. Let's pray. Loving God, thank you for your promises. Make us and keep us your holy ones in the truth, for your word is truth. Amen. I know we had some people watch the Matildas last night. They're still watching, I think. They've got their scars. Welcome to all of you. Wasn't it exciting? Yeah, I tell you, it's nothing quite as exciting as I try to find the first page of my script here as when I was learning to surf or trying to learn to surf. My wife, Sue, is a very good surfer. I am not. But there is something exhilarating, like there was in that penalty, kick, uh, penalty sh uh, shootout uh, last night about standing up on the waves. When it happens, it's really, really good. Any surfers amongst us? Okay, I can make it up as I go, that's good. <laughs> I can relate to Peter though far better in the one who sinks. And it's not so much in the sinking waves, even though I can relate to that, I think. As it is, as Karen was saying with the, with the kids, in the deep waters of life, when they come around. And it's sometimes hard uh, to stay afloat. Our gospel reading though, from the get-go, immediately says to us, Jesus is here for you. That's his promise to James this day. I am with you always, and I'm always going to be here for you, James, my precious child. And as we, Sue prayed for us, your name is written in the book of life. That's a pretty good promise, isn't it? And one to hold on to, one to grow in, I think. 
And it's one that we're called to on our journey of, as disciples then, even and especially when we face the choppy seas of life. As we unpack what's going on in Matthew's gospel today, ever so briefly, may I encourage you to unpack it for yourselves during the week. Jesus goes up onto a mountain to pray. Last Sunday, we'd heard that he'd had this miraculous feeding of 5,000 men and then women and children, many, many people. He goes from there up on the mountain to pray. He needs some space, I'm imagining. But the wonder of wonders is that he sends his disciples on ahead. Get in the boat, disciples. Get in the boat together. And off they go. And their progress is pretty good. Even though there's wind and there's waves. The, the Greek word that's used here for the waves giving the boat a hard time is really the waves are tormenting the boat. This is a place of great struggle, but they're doing okay. The Greek word tells us that they're actually a couple of kilometres out from the shore. But now they're getting tired, these disciples. Now it's getting hard work. It's the fourth watch. It's between those bewitching hours, and I don't know if you ever wake up at night and you can't get back to sleep again, but it often happens around three o'clock in the morning for some people. That's where they are. That's where the disciples are. And as I thought of these tired disciples, separated and distanced from Jesus, it seemed to remind me of some of those times in life that we might all face when we're on a journey. We're on a journey as a community here at St Paul's. We came on a journey from another place to land here. We're about to go on another journey as we make a, a development here, which we call Project B for short. And we'll face some challenges again. As the anchor gets picked up and things change in our uh, community. Life can bring about these changes and sometimes it can be a struggle. COVID was one of those things and it really, I reckon COVID tormented the community in some senses. You know, it was hard to stay together. You know, life was very, very different. I want to encourage you on this journey that comes, this journey of life which brings its hard spaces and changes. Because as we look out in the waves of life, as Karen was looking out there with the kids, someone comes to us. It looks like, could it be Jesus? A voice speaks when we think it's, he's not there. It's a ghost, surely. Immediately, he says, be courageous. Don't be scared. I'm here. I'm here with you. I'm here, I'm here for you. And one amongst us, Peter speaks up. He says, Lord, if it's you, well, doesn't he think it's Jesus? Who does he think it is? Lord, if it's you, call me to come to you. And Jesus says, come. Jesus says to James today, come in your life and follow me. And he says the same to you and me today too. And Peter responds, doesn't he? He walks on the water. He walks on those turbulent, wavy seas. And just as he's getting to Jesus' side, he takes his focus from Jesus. He takes his eyes, his ears, his heart, and the strong and scary waves take over. 
No wonder Jesus called Peter the rock, because as Karen was saying, there he sinks. And I, don't I know this sinking feeling in life sometimes too? Do you? Life in the big waves threatens to take our focus from Jesus. Sometimes it's a, something that comes from outside of us. Sometimes it's a, oh look, I'm doing okay now, look at me. I'm walking on water. That I take my own focus away from Jesus. Sometimes I know that Jesus, that God said to me, this is my son here whom I love. Listen to him. But I don't. And I know God has said to me and said to us in the word, let us fix our eyes on Jesus, our focus on Jesus, who is the author and perfecter of our faith. And yet sometimes that's the last thing I, I think about. I know the sure promises of God in baptism that we heard for James today are for me. And yet I can let them go. Do you know that too? Peter cries out, Lord, save me. Just like Luther, Lord, have mercy. We're all beggars, it's true, he said. And the response comes, and Matthew makes a point of this. That's why I encourage you to read this scripture passage again and look for the word immediately. Immediately, as Karen pointed out to the kids, Jesus reaches out. Immediately, he stretches out his arms. His arms to you, his arms on a cross for you. Even at the point of death, immediately. You know, there's a story of one of the criminals that's crucified with Jesus that we hear in Luke's gospel, where he cries out to Jesus and says, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Do you know that story? And what does Jesus say? Today. Immediately, I will take you to be with me where I am. Truly, you'll be with me in paradise, he says. We know the struggles of life, don't we? And sometimes the prayer that we pray, Lord, save me, doesn't always bring the response that we're looking for. But you know, it's often in the waves, it's often in the struggles, and even in the hurts of life, where we meet Jesus most particularly for us. You know, James had a very unique birth, didn't he? His, the waters broke, but there were some weeks before he arrived. And yet God in Jesus was with him and with his parents through all of that. And so it is at the end of life too, where the psalmist can say, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow, and, you know, we've farewelled two giants of the faith in this community in recent weeks when we said goodbye to George Dietrich and Chris Rodenberg, people who had been part of this community for a long time. We can say hand on heart that as they walked through the valley of the shadow of death, like the psalmist, there immediately, now, always, you, Lord, are with me. God for us. Come, he says to us, especially in the wavy waters. Come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you peace, and I will give you life.
Just as Jesus equipped and sent the disciples ahead of him in the story today to go to the other side, so he equips you and he trusts you and me so much that he sends us on ahead. Can you see that mission shore up ahead? It's surely there. Maybe it's, it's a mission shore of, as we landed here at Riversdale Road, people of St Paul's, how we share the good news of Jesus for people around us who might know the choppy seas of life. Maybe it's that mission shore, that further one away, that as we prepare to go to visit sisters and brothers in Christ in Indonesia, it's the shores of Nias Island, where they're taking the gospel locally to people who haven't heard it before. Maybe it's the shore of your life each day as you get up and as you meet other people in your life who don't know the the story of love and life for them in Jesus. There's a beautiful picture of the church as a boat, not as a mighty ocean liner, not as a, a, a destroyer or something like that, but it's a, it's a little boat on the waves and it's a good image, I reckon, for us who know surely the head winds and the struggles of the waves and who know the eternal and sure rescue of Christ for us. But we have something to give others who know the struggles of life too. We can show others that Jesus reaches out immediately in love for them and for all. So dear fellow disciples in the boat, let us keep our, keep our eyes on Jesus. Focus on him, for he surely saves. And when the going gets tough, listen. Listen for that immediate voice who says, Oh, you have little faith. I know the journey can be hard, but I've got you. I promise it. And I'll do it. You can do it too. Go on together in that boat. And when Jesus and Peter got back into the boat, the wind ceased, and those in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. Amen. And the peace of God, which goes beyond our human understanding, will guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus to life everlasting. Amen.